0: Welcome back. We are now doing the year-end look back at 2020 of all the freaking years we're going to be looking back at gentlemen. Same guests as the Christmas special holiday slash holiday special, John Hack. Anyway, the hosts of is it two boys in the Shaker Cup? Two men and a baby? Two guys.
1: Two guys. Two guys. A couple of guys and our one shaker cup.
0: A couple guys and one shaker cup. Sounds like a weekend, my friends. Um, so we're going to do the year-end review. And, uh, and it's a bit of a funny year, though, because we don't have a whole hell of a lot in terms of samples to work with, right? In terms of picking, you know, it's not like we got a shitload of samples to decide.
1: Yeah, it was tough going through. I just basically pulled up open pilelifting and kind of went through the list. And I was like, who? Like, who, who made a comeback this year? I don't know. Honestly, then I went on King of the lips and just kind of like kept scrolling through and trying to like see like, who has been hitting some big lifts.
0: Same here. I, I literally was looking for a story like that. Like, cause you don't have a lot of competitions to shoot. Like where are the storylines? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I did the exact same thing you did. I went on open powerlifting. I scrolled through King List and be like, is there a story that maybe might pop out that I'm going to remember here? And it's not like a lot of commotion going on in 2020. We did have some, we got enough, mm-hmm. but it was, it was somewhat slim pickings <laughs> to an extent.
1: <laughs> the damn COVID.
0: The damn COVID got us. Fellas, the damn COVID. But we do got enough to fill out our categories, uh, kind sir. What category do you think you want to start with?
1: Um, I think we'll start with the feel good with uh, the comeback lifter of the year. So I got, for all these got both a male and a female. Uh, for... I guess I'll go male first would be a uh, Micah Marino. Uh, so he lasted a full power meet in 2016. And um, if, you thought, if you like follow piloting at all before then, you know, he was a very good 181 and 165 pounder. Um, definitely a guy that's had like issues with depth, but he looks like he's been cleaning it up quite a bit. He did the hybrid meet February of this year and told 1802, and that's why I picked him. I mean, that wasn't really, that's a very good total at 181, obviously, and to not have competed for four years or so, come Uh, back to that, it's very, very good.
0: I'll add to that, sir. Uh, Micah Marino actually was the very first guest of King of the podcast, was Micah Marino. (laughs) And then um, I had him on again this year, And like, he just emerged for a lot of people, he emerged out of nowhere. Back in the day, he broke world records and was like an elite power lifter. The game kept moving and we know how quickly the game moved. He had two pec tears, two blown out knees, total reconstruction of one of them, was told he's, this is it. Like, there's no way. I remember in the interim here and there, I touched base with him again, like, hey, how you been? And then he's like, yeah, there's just no, I don't think I'm ever gonna come back. He was close to coming back, something else, like the other peck would go. Close to coming back, the knee would go. Close, four years of on and off. Everything that could go wrong, went wrong. In 2020, when everything else is going wrong for a lot of people, um, he's a good, feel good story, like you said, where things started going right. And then actually at the hybrid showdown, he said, Steffi Cohen grabbed the mic and gave a little you know, look at, I don't know if you guys know this guy's story, but the most unlikely of comebacks, like that was a, that's a good pick. When, when you said you were taking Micah, I was trying to think of some, and I was like, that's probably, that's bang on just it. There was nobody who had hit the highs of world record and was as gone, as gone gets, not coming back as mm-hmm. Micah was and fucking here he is. Now, we didn't have a shitload of competition, so it's not like he won this, he won that, but he came back, period, and hit some decent totals and is now back in the mix.
1: Yeah, and he should do well. I think he's doing the hybrid again this year, or 2021, so we'll see. Hopefully he can improve on the 1802.
0: It's a pretty good comeback story. I think it's a good one.
1: I think his training has been going pretty well, too.
0: He's hitting – yeah, it's moving, man. I've been reposting here and there, and he's – He's definitely shifting some big numbers. He seems fired up too. He, he, yeah, hits, for sure. he, he hits his uh IG story and tags King Lips and he's, he's, he's running it, man. He's like calling people out and he's like, he's fired up in like a sporting way, not like a, you know, trash talking way, but he's like, want to go against this guy. Let's go head to head. Yeah. He's the old school mentality of records are fun, but people don't, people tune in for showdown for showdowns. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. Yeah, a record's always gonna get beat at some point, but they can't take away a title, so.
0: Doug, watching somebody lift unopposed and be like, that was a record. Cool, but if you're lifting unopposed and I have to be told it's a record, I may or may not know the significance of the record, you chipped the record by half a kilo, whatever. But if you're going toe to toe and it's action, back and forth, you know, you're behind after deads, or or, sorry, behind after bench, you have to rally back in your last dead, whatever. That's a sport. Now I'm excited, Mm -hmm. you know. I don't want to see how many times Michael Jordan can throw a three throw in a row for a record unopposed. I want to see him go one on one or in a game. But um, so yeah, he's old school like that. How about yourself, Andy? Uh, pretty much you on board with this. Is there anybody pops out in your mind yourself? You had quite the comeback. Kind sir. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I I definitely don't have don't have the number of setbacks that Micah had. Um, you know, I, I just took a year and a half off because of the injury. Um, and I came back you know real I don't know 85 90 percent from what I think my strength is or my strength was so it was a good comeback uh, but you know and this year is just not not a big not, not a big year for fanfare and all that stuff and uh, I'm just glad to be back but I don't definitely wouldn't nominate myself for, for <laughs> yeah I, I think Micah takes it in my mind uh, there's some people who just might have taken time off and we didn't see for a while and then and and came back and compete. But as far as like coming back from injury and, and setbacks and, and adversities, definitely Micah.
0: Yeah, it's different to come back from, I took some time off to clear my head. Well, like, cool, if you come back, come back's a comeback, period. But when you come back yeah. because you were forced out, that's a little bit better a story, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree.
0: And uh, when you were in, when you were doing your comeback though, Andy, we talked about it for a hot second when uh, you injured yourself squatting. We were joking around that you blew out your balls. It wasn't quite that, but it was your groin. And um, you said you were back squatting in the warm up room, and fucking you injured yourself squatting and quads like Rob blew was warming up and it blew out his quad. Jumped the bar. Yeah, I don't know if you seen it. And I was like, "Thank God you didn't," because when you're coming back from injury, especially yeah. one that's like got you a little gun shy, and you're like your first competition back, and you're just trying to steady your nerves, you know, work the kinks out, and then in the warm-up room, some dude's got 900 pounds on his back and fucking dumps it, and he's like blowing out his quad and has to get rushed out and shit. That would rattle the nerves a little bit when you're trying to stay, stay on point.
1: Yeah, uh, I have a story about that. Okay. Uh,
2: yeah, I-, uh, I was at a.
1: Uh, and you can go first.
2: Oh, l- luckily i was he's in the flight after me so yeah i didn't get i didn't see it we just all heard like a, a big noise when the weight dropped and then he like rushed out of the warm-up room like out the building so that's what i remember but um but no I, I was able to just not really pay much to much attention to it right after it happened and then focus on my it was it was right before i was getting ready to squat too so it was kind of like <laughs> <bad Dude, time. laughs> little the breath in.
0: I joke around what your injury was. Before we get John's story, what was your injury again? Cause it wasn't, it was a growing tear, but it wasn't like, what, what was it again?
2: Yeah, I, I pull, I, I tore my growing and adductor. And then that was at the, the Kern uh, in April of
0: 2019. Okay. Which at the bot when you're in the middle of a squat and you feel your growing go and abductor go, it's some pretty scary shit. Cause you don't know what's wrong, but something's wrong in the wrong yeah. areas.
2: Yeah. And like when I posted it or people, comment on the live feed like oh he just dumped the bar he should be fucking thrown out i'm like okay dude because i didn't scream or anything I, well i i don't know i can't remember what i did but but yeah i, I couldn't move i couldn't push off my legs because my crowing just exploded <laughs> sorry but I did exactly. finish, it with me, so. Yeah.
0: How do you act like a gentleman when your growing explodes? It went yeah. with like hundreds of pounds on your back. Your you, survival mode kicks in. You're like, I'm dumping this bar and be lucky you don't ninja roll into the front row with in pain. Like Jesus, man, how does people how do you judge somebody how they react when your growing blows up in the middle of a squat? It's like beyond me, but uh, but anyways, uh, what's what's the story, John? You're saying about the quads. Okay, guy?
1: so I was at a UPA meet. Uh, I think it was one of my first, I can't remember if I was competing or not, but it was like one of my earlier starting and powerlifting meets, and this guy had, was squatting, and he had like a like a Brandon Lilly style collapse. Oh, And the geez. guy, yeah, like it was like horrific, like I think he had to like, I don't remember if he got taken out of an ambulance or like or if they like got him outside, and then he like went to the doctor. But like it was like a bad knee injury. <laughs> the guy that was like supposed to squat was like in the hole. He was just like, "I'm out. I got like I gotta work. I have a full career. Like I need my knee to like." Like he had like a blue collar job. He's like, "I can't do this." He just walked out. What? I'm, like that's crazy.
0: <laughs> Wait, a Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a second. Wait. So so the the spotter. Did that mid mid spot or after that? No no, 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 no,
1: the, no. No, like the the lifter, the lifter that was like supposed to go like after hit or like two oh, lifters after. Okay, got like, you. Like Stranger. I can't get injured like that. Like
0: okay, yes, got you, dude. That is <laughs> it is it is uh the for for anyone who doesn't know about the Brandon Lilly situation, what was it again? Like, his he blew out both his fucking knees, wasn't it? Like like. Because it's been a hot minute. This is this is going back years now. Did he not blow yes. up both knees and doubled over the wrong way?
1: Uh he, he didn't double over the wrong way, I don't think. But he, yeah, he up both knees.
2: I might be, yeah. Yeah, but he blew up both knees. It was like it was loud as like a gunshot. It was like a- he's oh, yeah. like, knees? I think like
1: one knee went and then like the other, like he just went straight down and the other one went basically.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> one and- one knee went. Adios. Uh, I'm checking out of this party. Then the other knee's like, okay, well, I'm not taking nine hundred myself, so I'm going to leave as well. And then we're like, holy shit, this young man doesn't have knees anymore. Was that gunshot noise? Was that his knee or the weights?
2: That's his knee. Holy fudge.
0: Yeah, dude, knees don't make noises like that. That's bad. That is bad. Can you imagine hearing if you audibly hear like your knee goes and you're like. I don't feel that yet, but when that pain kicks in, it's gonna be it's gonna be horrific. That is disgusting. And you have seen it live in front of you, John? Not the Brandon Lilly one, but that happened to someone else.
1: Yeah, and like the guy who like saw it live was just like, I, I that can't happen to me. I need my knees to live or to live, like make a living. So, I'm, this is not my sport. Apparently,
0: that would be the worst and case. Just pieced out. If, if you're like indy coming back from injury and you're like everything's gonna be fine buddy you know and it's so rare that the injuries happen it's just fucking keep your mind on the game and right before he goes out the guy blows out both knees his wife is crying his kids are crying and it's like oh my god and then they make the announcement Any weighing on deck <laughs> you know you're like holy shit i'm following that but um yeah no it is what it is so Come back, Michael Marino getting us back on track here as we go into storytelling yes. mode.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. So that is for my guy. For my female, it's going to be Jen Thompson. Um, she has not competed in a full... Well, okay, so she did a full meet. Um, was raw nats was the last time that she got all the way through deadlifts. She did Arnold in 2019. And I don't know what lift she... like. She hurt her pelvis, Right.
0: She, she had now she's okay. So the year she won the 2018 world championships in Calgary, she was like 44 coming back from a massive, like somewhere in her pelvis, like hip region surgery, kept it on her wraps and the doctors like a woman in her forties suffering this you're done came back one 2018 worlds when she would, should have been lucky to even squat period re-injured. And to your point, came back again this year, even later on in life, further mileage on her beat-up body, and again every yeah. second she's got to be done. She had a,
1: I think she had a full meet bench PR too, so she's still PRing.
0: Yeah, in bench. Like three
1: sixteen, as yeah. a sixty-three kilo. Yeah, insane.
0: <laughs> a master, a master, and she's getting man. She's she's got to be mid to late forties now, at least mid. You know, we're getting yeah. close, like like five years off of, of an M2. I'm not trying to age her too quickly if she's listening to this, but it's freaking crazy beating PRs and going through everything she's gone through. So, yeah, she came back, hit a 475 um, in a full meet. And uh, for a 63 kilo, like an M1, that's probably, that's got to be, we don't have a Worlds right now, but she's probably, for an M1, a heavy favorite to take the Worlds. And even in the open, She'd be competitive. If she can get that back up to around the 500 range, that's her first competition back, uh, like you're saying on this comeback trail. So if she can get it back to the 500 kilo range, she's back it. She's not She's not going to be taking Leah Bavla and, and Garo, Carola Gara for the title, but she's at least in the discussion, the podium at Raw Nationals. And she's back in the mix where people actually have to take her seriously after bunch of injuries while in her mid 40s like if you're looking for just like mika marino if you're looking for encouragement you're in your 20s or 30s and you have some injuries fucking there's women in their 40s coming back doing their damn thing like this so it's possible and i think it's yes. two good picks my friend
1: good uh andy do you have anyone else for comeback
2: no i don't
0: have anyone for GMO.
1: okay
0: i'm gonna echo your picks dude because i think you hit them right on the money
1: okay uh, I guess we'll move on to uh, breakout star. I actually have two for both male and female. Uh, I'll start with male. Number one was Zach Myers. He's the guy that just broke Larry Wheels' 275 record. Um, and then, I guess this could be also someone to look for it would be uh I think it's Javon Garrison. Yeah. Who is a 181er and he hit like 120 pound. PR on his total at the showdown. I think he, he he's kind of one of that guy, one of those guys that like always had like pretty good training, but he never put it to those. I was like five for nine, six for nine, and he finally had a good meet. So I think his he really broke through that, and I think he'll look good in twenty twenty one.
0: Is he um is he the one hundred four Avenger hashtag? For, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Okay. He's the guy. Actually, Mika called out for a showdown um, because they're both like one one eighty ones. And uh, Mika's like, I think that'd be a phenomenal showdown. If me and him went toe to toe with it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he is definitely both guys. Myers taking of all people, Larry Wheels um, record. I don't know if he can lure Larry Larry back into competition, but if he can, frick, man, uh, Myers not only breakthrough star, but if he can go toe to toe with a big star like Larry Wheels in twenty twenty one, he'll he'll. Take it over the freaking moon in terms of his exposure, anyways. Whenever a star like that yeah. comes, you go toe to toe, win or lose. But if he wins, damn, everybody will be talking about him. But yeah, man, coming out, taking a guy like Larry's record, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. So, so,
1: Zach's Instagram is the Hulk Myers, uh, M E Y E R S, all one word. So, just if you guys want to give them a follow. And yeah, Javon's is uh, 104. Wait one second. I'll pull it up.
0: I think it's one hundred four Avenger.
1: One hundred fourth underscore Avenger. There it is. Yep. There he is.
0: Who do who do you got uh, for uh, gentle ladies, sir? For breakthrough.
1: Um, for the females for breakout, I've Hunter Henderson. She totaled uh, fourteen ten or six hundred forty kilos at one sixty five, and then and that was done at the showdown. So another big meet. And so these are also kind of like lifters to watch for 2021 for me in a sense, because especially like Hunter, she has a very good team around her. So I think she's going to do, she's going to keep progressing very well. Like uh, Ryan, JP, all of them, they keep her in check. And I don't know, she seems like she has a good head on her. Uh, I listened to her podcast and she obviously very smart too about her training. And then the other one is Ashley Garcia. I don't know too much about her, but I saw that she had like the highest dot score on open pile up and she hit 1455 or 660 kilos at 165 as well. That no oh, was but yeah. Yeah, uh, Hunter her handles, I think bad ash, bad underscore ash.
0: Um hunter j- just adding on to that. So that's also my breakthrough star. I got hunter. You know they say some some people live up to the hype some people don't and i had seen what hunter was doing in the gym and was heavily giving a push on king of lists and then when she signed up for the showdown it was kind of like this could be your coming out party if you do this right and hunter had said like mm-hmm. she was listening to some of the podcasts and i think the one with garrett fear where we did a preview show and um she heard what me and garrett were saying and she was like she confided that she was like holy shit like i feel a little bit of pressure here like <laughs> this really is like, you know, it's one thing to do it and there's not too much, nobody's kind of looking your you away. You kind of slip under the radar after the fact, people be like, wow, you really, you really put on a performance. It's different. And I'm, look who I'm telling this to, you've been in enough of these situations, John, where you're going into a competition and there's expectation, there's excitement and you're like, holy smokes. Um, so she was talking about how she was listening to the podcast, seeing all the posts and She's fairly, she's only been, she's been powerlifting for a couple of years, but she doesn't have a lot of competitions under her belt. Certainly not at this level of pressure. So she was like, holy moly, I hope I live up. I think she 100% did live up. She broke records, um, came in second to Gaspar Ryan. Everybody comes in second to Gaspar Ryan. It's just like when Luke Knoll mm-hmm. came in second to Dan Bell, absolutely no harm there. Um, so definitely a breakthrough star Hunter Henderson. Not only did she hit, can uh, big lifts and broke records, but in a big competition, when there was a lot of hype around her, she lived up. And that's not easy. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I remember 2016 to this day, throw on that, that meme or gift, to this day, um, <laughs> that SBD show, like SBD bumping you, you and Brett, and I was doing the commentary for that. And it was fucking tension in the room, my friend. I know I bring it up almost every time you're on the podcast, but that was insane. I remember Joey was on the podcast and he's like, me, me and um, John joke around. You're like, I fucking peaked in 2016, bro. How can I ever go back to that? That was insane. It was it was yeah. crazy. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, it was, it's, it's always fun to live up to the hype, I feel like. And I, Hunter definitely did that. Um, and then it's kind of funny because you have like hunter who had all this hype and she lived up to it and then you have like zach and Jabon who like didn't have any hype and they still blew it out of the water
0: it, well here's the thing next year they're not going to operate it's a gift and a curse if you're off the radar no pressure no pressure. Like Hunter said, you know, you get a little anxiety. Like it's good, it helps you rise to the, like for guys like yourself, you rose, you rise to the occasion when it happened, obviously. Proof is in pudding. Mm-hmm. but for some people, we know some lifters that are heroes at the local level and in the big showdowns, they never, never get it done. Local level, they'll break records. Showdowns, sometimes they don't get it done. Um, so Hunter did, and that's why I think 100%. Zach and Jarrison, they didn't have the hype yet, but that now they're on the radar. It's a gift and a curse Where Let's see what happens, man. Because, cause, cause for now on, they're on the radar and everyone's going to be watching them. So they are good. I think you were saying too, they are people to watch in 2021. I concur, sir. They got the numbers. Let's yep. see what happens when the showdowns come.
1: Yeah. I agree. I uh, Andy, do you have anyone to add?
2: Uh, y- yes and no. And I'll add on or whatever the word is. Uh, add on to what you guys were saying about it. So like, I had, I had followed Zach for a while. Uh, you know, I've always, he's always been a 308-er um, and he's been consistently like adding to his total, slowly, slowly, and even at the showdown, he did 308, but he still placed, you know, and, and he's he's just not well-known because he's just so low key and quiet. And, uh, but he's always, but I've talked to him a few times. He's very, very nice, very polite. So I'm very happy for him, but I also hate him because he set the bar even <laughs> for me. And like I'm just at a point where like God damn it, I'm just gonna like I don't know it it, it sucks because like I don't know <laughs> if I'm able to like I'll ever be able to hit those numbers that there's he's putting up now and Larry did, so I have to like kind of like readjust my mindset and all this stuff for what my personal goals. But regardless, I'm happy for him and he's definitely you know not not uh low key anymore and he'll he'll I think he'll just continue to get better uh, because you know he, he he's still relatively new and um, still improving all the time um i'll add uh someone who's uh, another breakout who who's always been strong but like it, it's never been to this level he just took up to another level and that's ashton uh ruska
1: i i almost put him but i yeah. have him for later so
2: yeah yeah but anyways well i'll, I'll put him out i'll i'll put him we'll 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 shout him out twice, but I got hear Ashton, okay. he just, he just took it up for another level where, you know, he does, he's always been great in training and in meets he would do well, but not like to what his training showed, but not lately yeah. this year. He's, I think he's, he, he's gotten with a new coach and he's, he's, you know, tr- training well, and he's not always going super heavy, even though it seems like he is uh, for him. Like, it, but he's, he's been able to put it together. He competed this year. And he did a meet and he also didn't go all out in it and he did really well so i just feel like that's that's just like another another level to him to where he he went from like really really good to now just like the upper echelon um so mm-hmm. that's uh for guys and then for hunter I mean i've always i don't know that i'm like the first to find hunter but like I, i've always known about hunter and that's partly why i i mean i we signed her on to iron rebel I knew, like, she's she's up and coming. She's gonna make a, you know, a, a, just one big meet she needed to like break out and let everybody know who she is and and prove it. And she did that, so like, that's that's definitely uh, who I chose for our breakout as well.
0: Cool. Good call, picking up Hunter, dude. Nice oh, oh sorry. Let me add one more, in
2: because like I don't, I this guy came out of nowhere. I have no idea who he is, and it wasn't for Keenan list. I wouldn't know either. Is that that super heavyweight IPF guy? The is it Jesus? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously.
0: What the fuck is right, sir? He's yeah. twenty. He, he's 21, 22, and he wants. Oh, like, my God. What?
1: Yeah. yeah. Dude,
0: it's, it's, he wants Dan Bell's records. He's, he, he's only been like powerlifting at this level. Like he, when he was in high school, he did like the equipped whenever he was like a kid, stopped for yeah. years, came back just like a year, within a year, he just put up, uh, 1,055 kilo, 0.5 kilo total, which in pounds, I don't know what that works out to, but uh in communist units, it's 1055. And so he's like right there with, uh, he jumped his total 70 kilo range in six months and it's, and he's 22. So his progress is insane. In six more months, he'll be up there with Ray. I mean, prime time top end Ray Williams, and it'll be a battle. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and he's very confident, as you think a guy who's doing yeah. that would be. So he's like, after I'm done with Ray, I'm going on Dan. And it's like, yeah. holy! I shit. I like
1: that mentality. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Ray's a guy I'd like to have as comeback for the year for next year. Hopefully, yeah. he oh, can yeah. get back on track. Amen. But you know, he's been pretty quiet.
0: Yeah, it's hard to tell where exactly he's at. He looks, he looks like he's 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 training, but I know what you mean. Where um. He's been quiet. He's not showing everything, but he's not peaking anyway. So he yeah probably, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But I also, if yeah. Ray at a top form is always phenomenal.
1: Yes. Maybe. Um, what's that kind of covers breakout, sorry. I guess lifter to watch. Um, I don't know about female. I can't, I couldn't think of one, but- I got us, um, I got us, be... don't worry. Okay, good. Uh, for male, I'm gonna go with one of our training partners, Ken Cooper. His ginger bullies on Instagram. Oh, um, he just hit like a thousand was it thousand thirty seven? Yeah, trap bar deadlift. Uh, so he's he's been a guy that like been always like very strong but never focused on pile lifting and now he's like trained with us and he's actually focused on strength and his numbers have just been climbing like crazy. I think he's gonna blow some people away next year
0: yeah i've seen him when um he also popped on the radar is he trained by nori
1: no he, no he, he, he went to mit with
0: okay Sean. gotcha but he went to mit too yes so he's fucking smart like 6-3 Oh, fuck, I hate him. like a tank. Okay, beautiful. I probably got a fucking piece on him. Look at the guy's smart, <laughs> 6'3", sure. good-looking, life is tough. Right?
1: That is,
0: that's <laughs> this, is... Is this... Okay, the guy's got it all. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's actually... That's, that's, I know. Year, year-end award, he's actually Bachelor of the Year as well, okay? Let's, let's just throw this... Let's that's do true. a new there category for this guy.
1: Yeah. God bless. It's going to be well, this superlative. for...
0: life is tough life is tough but he does um i was gonna say no he does look phenomenally strong i started reposting him just like somewhat recently popped on my radar and when he smashes those deads and his right knee is shaking like that engine is revving the guy is all types of tough he's got some serious horsepower so yeah i want to see what he can do on the platform for sure in in, uh, 2021
1: yeah yeah and i mean He's got the mentality like, well, if the weight's heavy, you just pull harder. He literally said that. Really? I'm like, that's goddamn cool right there. that is pretty if it's heavy, just pull harder.
0: Well it's, <laughs> weight's pretty heavy. He's like, then pull a little harder. <laughs> it's like,
2: okay. I think uh to add on to that, like he has the perfect, like ideal like situation environment right now where he's had he's like late 20s, 28, 29. He's had like he's got the 10 plus years of just consistent lifting. He's had competition uh, experience from being a thrower in college and he has a mentality of just, just like a, just a workhorse. He's always doing extra work. And so those are stuff you can't like teach. And now he's in this powerlifting environment where he's working out with me and John, and then I'm going to be coaching him. So, you know, and then, you know, we're, we're going to tell him all the mistakes we made. So he doesn't have to. So, he and then yeah, so all it's this. Funny, thing. like we'll
1: go to we'll go to lift in the morning. We'll see, like he'll be there with us, and then we'll talk to uh, our other gym friends who go in the afternoon. They're like, "Yeah, Ken was doing like his arm workout. Like he was still there. We, that was like six
2: hours. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? He's literally been at the gym for five hours lifting. Just oh my yeah. god, yeah. man. So, uh, the, it's easy for me to coach him. I just have to like t- to back him off. That's it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. So. Everyone, if you look out for ginger Cleese, you know you can find them from our, our uh, pages, but also it is confirmed he, he's loaded in he's the loaded. yeah in the growth. Yes, we, we have talked about the girl that, Oh
0: you yes. mean he's got a fucking piece on him. Yes. <laughs> is that another year in the world? Did we just make that up too? 2020. There we
1: go. Yeah. Piece <laughs> of the year. I guess talk.
0: It is. Okay, Peace there the it year. is. Congratulations, sir but uh yeah man he looks all types of freaking strong I'm, i didn't know you're coaching him sir that's good and then obviously if he's training with you guys on a regular basis he's got not just online coaching but you guys all have eyes on him as well which is huge yes mm-hmm. as long as he doesn't uh it's true too there's two different horses if you're a coach the horse you gotta whip let's go get back in the gym yeah i know it's a lot of volume and there's the horse you gotta pull back on the reins how long were you in the Jam for? <laughs> right, it's like easy, easy now. There's like two different types that you got to work with sometimes, but um, I think everybody would prefer the horse you got to pull back on the reins because that's a that's usually easier to deal with.
1: Definitely. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, for, I guess I guess for females to launch would be uh, is it Leah? Leah? Bavois? Uh, the French girl. Yeah.
0: Yeah, French French girl. Yeah, Leah Bavois, sixty three kilo. Oh, fudge, yeah, dude, she. Um, yeah she's broken the world record but there was no world championships not that yes you know you can break a record it's different when you're face to face it's still gonna be super duper tight with corolla garson from italy and then sam calhoun mm-hmm. from from the u.s so but man leah it's it's fucking ridiculous what she's doing right now. what she's squatting yeah, i think right i think right
1: she would have like broken out that, I, I mean she's already pretty well known i feel like but yeah i think she like because there wasn't international competitions she didn't get to express how strong she is as well as she it's,
0: Right, it's potential right now where you could see it coiling and you want that spring to go. Yeah,
1: and it also seems like the whole French team is gonna break up. Dude, but, that French uh, team, Kenya, yeah. I guy has a good group.
0: Yeah, he was talking about it on the podcast how in France, because the language barrier, they didn't have the access like we did for a long time. To like the old school French beforehand, the old guard wasn't like going into our systems that we have in place that we take for granted right so he learned English took the Mike T coaching program online and he's learning about it and he took like the member mentorship programs they have like Mike T and like a lot of those coaching staffs the strength guys the strength athlete have mentorship programs he was the first guy in France to like sign up, he's taking in classroom stuff with them and learning from like these master programmers. And then he took it back into, and he speaks English, takes it back into France where they don't speak English. And he's like, we're gonna have a fucking breakthrough year. And nice. all of them at the same time, just leveled up. And now they have like all these international titles at the last worlds and they're breaking world records and winning European titles. And like, so yeah, man, that whole French team is like ready to blow. They're just like, get us a freaking international competition. Why don't you? Yeah. Um, I got, I got a woman I'll throw in there. It's uh, okay. Beth Lovat, who is from Britain. I don't know if I'm saying her last name, right. I said it like she's French too, but uh, she is, her Instagram is um, she's got a, mode. That's right. That's it.
1: Yes.
0: She, her deadlift is, is ridiculous. She um, her previous numbers are a fraction of what she's capable of. Like what she's doing now in training, like she's deadlift, she can deadlift like 550 pounds, 250 kilo. It's ridiculous for her size. Hasn't had the opportunity to bring it to a platform. 2021, watch out for this lady. She's gonna bring it. Like mm-hmm. her, the numbers are fucking ridiculous. What she's doing. She's just one of these people who, like, kind of like we're saying with the French girls, didn't have the opportunity to show everybody what they've been doing. So in 2021, as long as we have competitions, she's gonna break through.
1: Yeah. She, for
0: sure. And uh for fellas, um, do you have more? Because I have a couple I want to say for fellas. Did you have more, John? Uh, like, no, that's the one
1: I have right now.
0: Okay. Um
2: Andy, was a, you... uh, I was gonna say beef mode also and Leah, and then one more girl who's also France French, is uh she's a 52. Uh it's like I it's think it's Naomi, Naomi, Naomi
0: yeah. Naomi Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. So
0: yeah, she she's she's Won the European Championship, then they went into COVID lockdowns. Hasn't been able to lift since, but she's fucking smoking. She's also under Pena. uh, To John's point about Pena, just like raising up uh, a team of shooters. France got shooters, man. And Samantha Eugene was that 17 year old, 63 kilo lifter. She got injured, so you haven't seen her post in a while. But in the first half at 17, she was like posting records, like posting totals that would have won her the world championships like in 2018 she's 17 like she's she's an absolute killer as well also
1: yeah
0: it's crazy penna and is, and more than just penna's team like the rest of france as well there's some guys who are coming up france is really leveling up i don't know what the hell man once i guess once information crosses over and people can digest it in their native tongue it gets passed around and everybody starts leveling up but it's coming (laughs) there's a french wave coming (laughs) You got? You guys got any? I got a couple of fellas to add to the list. Did you have anyone else you want to add? Any fellas, Andy? That you want to say, or do you want me to go first?
2: Oh, you can go ahead. Let's go.
0: Okay, our boy TD Davis is the first man ever to squat over eight hundred, bench over seven, dead over eight in sleeves. And TD, for the longest time, he was the biggest bencher in the IPF. Um, he, he switched over to untested and was just a bench only guy. Again, staying bench only finally went into the three lift and the guy fucking posted up the biggest, like one of it, it was his total. I think it was ten seventy five. but the first guy ever to, to squat over eight, dead over eight and bench over seven. And I messaged him like, dog, you should have been three lift a long time <laughs> ago. Like yeah. we? He's like, yeah, I probably should have um, is what it is now. But, a phenomenal, and I had him on a podcast a couple times. Super nice guy. Like, he's a oh, really- Oh, yeah, I love that guy. Yeah,
1: he's a tough I got, guy. I've on the like train him with him a few times, and, like, I don't know. It's friendly. funny, because I feel like we both, like, we're kind of starting around the same time, and the owner of my gym and the owner of his gym, were friends. We, we'd, like, get workouts and every once in a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he, he, uh, he was talking about, he's, like, 6'4 four, 420 he's a he's a he's a monster he's, and he huge. Talks, he's 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 absolutely he's like a bear and um he was talking about when he was in the IPF he the IPF world championships for bench only was in Japan and the fucking japanese people like alo- let alone they don't have a lot of like black guys walking around japan 6'4 four, 420 he was like straight up of a comic book for them. He would go to a movie theater. And um, after the movie theater let out, there'd be like 20 of them waiting for him to like get pictures with him. And like, he's like a celebrity. They <laughs> couldn't believe him. They're yeah. like, this guy's amazing. Like he would, they, they loved this guy. He'd be walking the streets and be like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, like they were like following him. And um, so anyways, and it's, it's funny because he is such a nice guy that it happens to a guy like him. He would stay there until like everybody got a fucking picture taken. Like he's so over the top, friendly, accommodating. But yeah, uh, for a person to watch, I am super interested in seeing what TD is able to do in 2021 in the three lift. Uh, Now, because he's relatively new to the three lift, man. Even though he's squatting in the eights, deading in the eights, he's only got like essentially a year behind him really going full focus three lift. So what happens when he gets some, like a couple years behind him? Another guy to watch, Julius Maddox. Man, he's going to get the 800. 2021 this has to happen enough's enough so he's a dude i think we should watch like yeah. i think 800 will fall officially 800 is going to fall in 2021 for julius maddox the story's been ongoing i remember back in the day when he came on the podcast before everyone knew him and he said i'm going to bench 800 and people are bringing up career people are saying no dice it's impossible and now nobody's saying that everybody's like it's amount of time it's more oh so- man i was
1: one of the people i didn't think he would do and i was just blowing it away too much issue with like stability and got figured out so
0: yeah yeah he's pushing some serious weight um so there you go there's a few people off the top uh people to watch 2021 what's the next category you want to do john
1: uh well andy do you have any more people watch do you Uh, want to add
2: i agree with all those and then okay uh, mine was like also the breakout that was ashton so
1: okay yeah uh you know
2: what i i will add now that i just thought about it is uh and he's kind of a breakout too, was, was Jamal. Because he had always been strong, but he never put it together on a meet, and he did at Highbury last year. And so I think another year and next year, you know, hopefully, you know, he has a big, big, uh, he keep, keeps, go, keeps progressing and then puts it together on the platform again and, you know, see if he can keep, you know, repeat the good performances. See so
0: his full mm-hmm. potential in 2021?
2: Yeah, I want to see him yeah. squat Oops. eight. Eight hey, squad eight and pull a thousand. <laughs> it's
0: ridiculous yeah. to say, but yeah, it's true.
2: Yeah, I would I add Sean Noriega
1: to the list too. I feel like he's kind of got it figured out now too. He seems like a guy that's always had really bad issues with putting it on the platform, and uh, finally did with this past meet. And so maybe now he can have yeah. his super meet.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Previously. He, he had all the potential in the world, never never quite had it on the platform here and there. He, he showed signs, but 825, yeah. when he had 825 on the platform under USAPL standards, yeah, man, I think 2021. Uh, I think he's one so of those well, guys
1: that always has like one lift go well, but then like the other two kind of lag behind, you know, falling over with a deadlift or getting called for depth on squat, bench not going, but like. He finally had one meet where all three of them went well.
0: He showed the potential, yep. I wanna see what happens in 2021. I agree, Sean Noreg, person to watch.
1: Yep. Uh, I only have lifter of the year left if you guys have any other categories. Yeah, let's, let's, let's,
0: let's, bang, out superlatives. The easiest, let's bang out the easiest one, period. Uh, event of the year, fellas, what do you think? This is a tough one for me.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I got controversy <laughs> of the year as well. Okay, there we go. Uh, uh, event
0: showdown. of the year was the showdown, but uh, okay. Yeah
1: i uh, got to say that one. I mean, there wasn't really anything else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> um,
2: SoCal powerlifting me. That's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, there was a 1037 trap bar deadlift at that. That's right. So. Was and there I, a, a thousand pound deadlift at Showdown? No, I don't think so. That's right.
0: That's right. Unofficial trap bar deadlift world record, I hear. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: No. All right. Next one. <laughs> um, controversy. Yeah.
1: yeah, let's do controversy. controversy. Oh, I'm, I'm going to say Collegiate Nationals was a big controversy this year. With, let's hear it. Let's hear the story um, for people who don't know. So, um, I think it was supposed to take place in March of the last year March or April or May, sometime in like the spring. And obviously peak when COVID started happening and, you know, I can't have a thousand person competition of kids coming from universities all across the country to do this meet when obviously we, at that time we didn't know what was going on with COVID. I mean, we probably still shouldn't have a meet that big right now, but um all these kids like these are college kids keep in mind <laughs> and they're all like okay like if you're not going to have this competition can I get my money back and the meet director's saying it all well, like the, the meet's not canceled it's just postponed and they're like okay well we're college kids like half like a, a fourth of us are seniors we're gonna be graduated What well, you want us to come back and next year <laughs> and do collegiate like
0: how does this work and
1: yeah and it just became like a whole thing. Like I was kind of on the side of like, I think you should just at least like pay for, if you can't get like a deposit back for like certain venues, like, yeah, sure. Take that out of the pool, but like give, you know, maybe like a 75% refund or something like that. But he wasn't offering any. And I think a lot of people uh, made claims for um, it on like PayPal was the way that it was paid. So like they uh, got the money back, but he was saying like, well, now you can't do any USAPL meets in USAPL. The presidents were like, well, that's, you don't have that authority to make that judgment. So.
0: That's crazy that thing. he would, that's I that's <laughs> I didn't hear that second part about, um, cause yeah, you could use the PayPal thing. Like PayPal's good like that. But then I didn't know he was going to try to clap back and be like, well, now you're banned from USCPL. And then the USAPL has to be like, kind sir. Now we have to get involved. Like this thing got a little messy.
1: Yeah. It, it was kind of in that, like, I think like USAPL kind of like was like, all right, like, this is your thing to handle. Like, like you guys figure it out between amongst yourselves. Like we're not involved with this. This is your kind of, like, I think they should have taken a little bit stronger stance on it, but.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's, something similar happened in Canada where, Right before COVID this, this guy got, um, all the money in for like people signing up, took the money, bought a shitload of beautiful equipment to have their competition on the meat on. Okay. So we bought Mm -hmm. like tons of squat racks paid for it all, all these plates, whatever. And he's thinking I use it for the meat and then I keep it for the gym and we run meets throughout the year and we continue to do this on beautiful equipment. Perfect. Right nothing Mm -hmm. what's the worst that could happen you're never going to guess a fucking (laughs) pandemic happens that nobody would have ever saw coming and everybody wants their money back but you already spent it so now you're like can i offer you a rain check for the next meet you have you know you just sign up when we're getting out of lockdown and people are like when are we getting out of lockdown though In a year, I don't know, like to your point about a lot of people like a year from now, I don't know where the hell I'm going to be, what I'm going to be doing. Everybody was saying, nobody knows when we're getting out of lockdown. We haven't, we still haven't had competitions in Ontario uh, for the IPF version of it. So they're like, no, no, you don't get to keep my money. I want my money back. But he already spent it. So now it's like, oh no, what are you going (laughs) to do? What are you going to do? So he, he's like, no refunds. And then the federation is like, I think it's getting ugly. I don't know if lawyers are going to get involved, but they're like, you have to do refunds. He's like, I'm not going to. The lifters like, what the hell? He's getting. It got really ugly on social media. Um, you know, it's it's still ongoing. They're going to try to sort it out. But yeah, man, uh-huh. this when COVID comes, like you don't think that like you're like, well, I'll, I'll, I'm taking the money. I'm investing. But it's yeah, man. You whatever. Well, it I is mean, what like. this.
1: The thing I don't get is like the biggest investment for drug tested is the drug test. And if they're not doing the drug test, there should be plenty of money left over. But
0: Yeah. It depends on, you know, buying. So this where the federation would be. I like, guess if
1: they bought all new equipment. Yeah.
0: Right. But then the fed would be like, who told you to buy all new equipment with that money though? Like that's for your yeah. gym as well. That's also for your gym to run a side business as well. Like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to do, man. It's a, it's a complicated situation. I'm just glad I didn't end up in any kind of situations like that. Um,
1: yes, I'm glad I'm not that person, I guess.
0: Yeah, a meat director. But uh, yeah, that's a good comment. I think there's a couple of situations probably like that floating around in terms of controversies in 2020 where people ended up in a tough jam because the pandemic hits. and um,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's like, because I had actually, when I was originally supposed to do... Um, Pro Raw, I kind of saw the writing on the wall that are like, all right, I'm probably not gonna be able to internationally travel. So I signed up for a meet with I don't know if you know, um, search to new levels. It's a gym in uh Illinois, like Chicago area. And uh the owner Sergio, he puts on always really good meets. I was like, I like text him, like, hey, like, I don't think this meet's gonna happen, but I'm I'm Like, can I hop in? And a day. he's like, yeah, I just like pay the meet fee and you're good. And then that one got canceled. But I know like a lot of people, like he was kind of like, I-, I know he was kind of like, ah, I don't want to do refunds, but like, like most, like if you, you can either like ask for the refund or push like this to like the next meet. Cause he like does like four meets a year. And I think most people, I think if it's like someone like that, who has like a good, um, standing with the lifters i think most people were like all right i'll just like don't worry about it he's a gym owner too so he's like well i don't have income for how long right with the lockdowns
0: it's one of those deals where you almost have to be like you approach the lifters like can i push it off to the next meet can i offer you credit towards the next meet
1: yes i think i think if you ask right away a lot of people are kind of like yeah that's like that makes sense. But if, if you're like, no, you're not going to get, like if you automatically just come through with like, no, you're not getting a refund. People are like, right. well, what the fuck?
0: Right. Where the same person who would have been okay is now what the fuck? And this this yeah. other gentleman that I'm thinking about for a little while, while he was trying to figure it out, just avoided people's emails and messages. It just hope, was kind of like hoping... <laughs> I don't know what he's hoping. And only after getting called out on social media, it slammed and it went like so, kind of it, mini viral, we'll say in a counseling community yeah. in Canada. Did he be like, my hand is forced. I got to say something. So he's like, how about this? It's like, my man, you got to get ahead of this. You, before people start going to social media, you got to be like, how do we remedy this? Can I offer you a rain check for the next competition? You have credit towards that. How about a semi-refund? How about just get ahead of it and start working towards it? So that if, if something does go to social media, you could be like, I've been talking with the lifters. We're working it out on a one-to-one basis. You gotta do something. You can't just hope it goes away. <laughs> you can't just be like, ah, I don't know what to do. I'm gonna avoid your email. I don't wanna open it up. Like that's not how you, you handle things. The thing is too, a lot of powerlifters in certain positions aren't necessarily businessmen. they just love powerlifting or business women either. They just love powerlifting and try to give back. So when shit hits the fan, they don't handle it like a business might. like you might think a business ought to to be like, wow, well, you would obviously mm-hmm. do this that, and the other. But they're not of that mind. so they don't know how to handle these situations. So it might not be this, the, the, handled the way you would have hoped.
1: But, well, see, I feel like I feel like open because like I would, I would call Sergio, Way more of like a, you know, a fan of powerlifting. But he's also like a business owner. But I feel like he handled it more as like a fan. Like, hey, like I want to keep helping you out, but like for me to do that, I mean, like, can you help me out? I mean, you know, just push your your meat feet to the next one. And I feel like that almost benefited him more in that sense, yeah. of being like a fan.
0: It, essentially, just open the dialogue is essentially it. Talk to yeah. Talk to somebody and be like, here's my situation. How can we do this? Here's a couple ideas I got as long as the, if the person walks away okay with it, then there you go. And if there's a few, like 25%, like absolutely not, I want my money back and they get hard on you. Then maybe mm-hmm. you only have to pay back 25% of them and the other ones you worked out just, it's better than fucking just avoidance or whatever What some people start trying to do.
1: Yes, that. I agree.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, controversy of the year. I think that was a, that's a pretty good one to bang off the top. What else we got kind sir?
1: Uh, I just have list lifter of the year and then my superlatives.
0: Your superlatives. So want to do lifters yes. of the year then? You want to do men first with ladies first? What are you thinking?
1: Um, I'll do. Well, I guess I'll do ladies because that one was <laughs> very tough because I was looking through open lifting and basically all the like typical women that would win this all did like one meet. So I think to be a lifter of the year, you just have to like win one or two big meets, um, yeah. so uh, I, I, I have to go with Mariana. She had the highest dot score, Wilkes, of any women raw, and she won the the only big meet, so Mariana is my choice for lifter of the year for females.
0: I think uh, that's my choice as well. I'm on the same page. She is the Wilkes queen. She, was, um, she won the U.S. current open in the big battle against Steffi Cohen. She was number one last year. Coming back this year, she had done a bodybuilding show. And like, you know how weakened they get when they do bodybuilding, super shredded, super ripped. People weren't sure what to expect at the showdown. Um, Her total dropped, it wasn't her best total but she didn't need her best total. And in a year that didn't have a lot of other competitions, it was more than enough to seize. She won the biggest competition, uh, still posted up you know, the highest dots. Oh, she almost still, hit
1: a 10-time body weight total, by the way. Right,
0: and that's on that's <laughs> on her bad day. That's how good she is. Like she's, yeah. She is the queen of powerlifting. Uh, at, at the very least on the untested, possi- if you want to open it up to all the powerlifting, there's an argument for that as well. Like she's extremely mm-hmm. dominant. and it I t- think t- it's a lot
1: harder to judge that for women, like untested versus tested, because obviously- Drugs make a way bigger percent difference.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, just off the eye approach, it's tough to say. I mean, we don't have, yeah. like, no one does full-on samples and studies on it. But, um, yeah, I mean, e- either way, uh, not to get off topic, I think Mariana definitely is, in a in a year that didn't have a shitload of big competition, she won the biggest competition. And until somebody takes her spot and beats her, she's, she's the queen. And uh, she remains and is my lifter of the year. Andy? Who you got? Are you on the same page as us, or, or do you got someone else for the female lifter of the year?
2: I think she fairly would, should win that. Um, so she's definitely deserving of it. Um, so I would just add like some other notables. I guess um, I would say Amanda Amanda Lawrence had a great meet, great competition, and then uh, Christy Hawkins just low key shows up. Breaks three world records, I think. So squat, deadlift, total again. And she's just, she's getting old, but she's still grinding and she trains hard. And she's also a scientist, doctor, researcher. So she's smart and just very low key. She just doesn't get all the pub, um, but she's still like, you know, shows up every meet and just does it. So I, I so her and uh, Amanda would are the other standouts to me.
0: Yeah, I, I'm keeping mine in the untested, uh, but if we're going, just just I'm going to do another podcast with um, IPF, but Amanda Lawrence because you brought it up. So she hit who's she's on not,
1: the IPF podcast.
0: Um, I got uh, a couple of IPF powerlifting coaches, like the American team, Aaron, the American team, national oh, yeah. team yeah, coaches, Aaron, Aaron Comessi and uh, yeah, Bill McCarty. and uh,
1: yeah, yeah, those yeah, guys. I know those guys. Um, okay
0: they're like powerlifting nerds man we I'm in a powerlifting yeah, group yeah, chat yeah. with them and they fucking talk powerlifting every single day in this group chat i shit you not they're Sounds like uh, <laughs> dude they are powerlifting nerds bro they it uh, that, that's who you want on the podcast when you're going to get into the the yeah, of sure. it. but um uh god bless and i say it affectionately but uh cuz i'm one of them but um yeah no Amanda Lawrence, She's not an 84 plus. She's an 84. So she's not in the highest weight class, but she still had the highest IPF total of all of the women across the world. So mm-hmm. there it is. There's a little sneak peek. So uh, yeah, good pick, my friend. If I'm, I'm keeping it untested, so I'm going to say Mariana Gaspar-Ryan. And um, what are you saying for the male lifter of the year, kind sir?
1: All right. I have two because I can't really decide. I have Dan Bell and Ashton Rosca. That's not choices. Because Dan Bell broke both the raps and slaves record for the super heavyweights, which is like probably the most prestigious of the records for powerlifting. Uh, It's the biggest. And then Ashton Roska, he just blew out, I think, the 105 record, right?
0: Handling. A total
1: eight freaking competes every weekend.
0: Yeah. This is true. It seems like every time he hits the gym, he's competing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like I think I think he's the future of politics. That's the only my pick is.
0: <laughs> if he uh, if he he puts it together on meet Day, um, like if he does nine fifty when it counts, holy fudge! Who's beating nine fifty in the one hundred and fives? That's insane. Oh, maybe yeah. Roundell Hunt, um, but Ron. Yeah, Bell's he's been some, it. It, it. He's just he's dealing with some political situation. Like his federation had some falling out. And um, then he wasn't, they didn't have a federation recognized. We couldn't go to worlds. He's got some bullshit to deal with, but his numbers are right up there with Ashton, which is crazy to say that's on mm-hmm. the wish list to happen. Um, but yeah, man, that'd be, that'd be nutso. Um, my, uh, my pick of the year is actually uh, gentleman, um, John the Gentleman Hack. Um, he won the biggest competition in, uh, on the calendar year. Uh, he actually beat uh, Dan Bell, who was your pick. So I think that that nudges it for me. I think Dan is a phenomenal choice. Again, records in and out of wraps. And um, it just, in a comp- in a competitive year, I'm a big guy in terms of showdowns. So if everyone's breaking, not everyone's breaking records, but if all the candidates are breaking records, the tiebreaker for me is going to be head-to-head showdowns. What have you done when it comes to head-to-head? And I, cause it's a sport end of the day, not an exhibition. So I enjoy, if you break records, especially 2020, we don't have a lot of competitions, I lean towards the Dan Bell 100%. I think he's up there. Um, the tilt for me was the fact that, uh, John actually, I'm going to use your name in the third person, John actually won the showdown, which is the biggest competition of the year. And, um, that tilted it for me, my man. So I'm picking John hack, but I think Dan Bell is wow. a hell of a pick. What do you think? I
2: uh, I'd have to go with John, too, um, because, like, Dan, Dan, what Dan did was, I guess, overall more impressive, uh, f- like, he had more impressive performances, so he, like, John only competed once, but Dan did it twice, but Dan did it, like, one of them was in his home gym, so, like, that situation's a lot. More. I also
1: competed twice.
2: Well, I don't count your I bullshit. <laughs> <I> guess, maybe <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of um but anyways dan did it you know in his home gym and like you talked about the the one-on-one you know going for that money for for the win you know like and and john had an uphill battle from the start because of his squat and um so i i just like seeing that the, the the battle back and forth and every lift counts in that meet and the, the pressure's on and you know john just happened to win out and, and uh show that you know he's he's the goat
0: that's why it, it's always awesome when you see somebody and initially and I, I don't know if you were like if anyone had told you about the live stream when they were watching it and when you missed the squat everyone's like oh shit and the tone the energy changes with something like that happens you're like what does this mean oh and some everyone's getting I, I read
1: some of the comments actually and so, everyone's like, "Oh, he's washed up." I'm like, "Oh, I fucking missed one lift. Like, fuck off!"
0: <laughs> like, he's washed up you're already. Yeah, someone said I
1: was washed up. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?"
0: One <laughs> wow. lift—that's all it took. You missed, and it was—it was like a—it was a death I call. I went two lifts. Right. Okay. Okay.
2: It was a death call.
0: Hey, maybe that's comeback of the year then, because <laughs> you're washed up. You came back from being washed yeah. up and retired. It was yeah. the shortest retirement ever. Yeah, that was a little, but it is um. Coming back though, when you have some adversity early is tough for some people. Like some people do fall apart or they start relegating themselves to start hitting more conservative because you're worried if you don't, if you go to, once you start missing and you start going more conservative with your attempts on bench and deadlift, because you don't want to continue to miss and continue negative forward, it could turn into a disaster if you start missing on bench and deadlift after a performance on squats. But when you actually pull it together and like, you need to hold form, the day is not lost. That is like, that's what makes sports, right? That's what I want to see when somebody wins. And that is going to be the deal breaker for me um, in terms of swaying it and pulling it into picking like athlete of the year, whether it's male or female, do you win the showdowns? Gaspar Ryan wins the showdowns. John Hack wins the showdowns. The proof is in the pudding. So that's always going to sway.
2: Yeah. Um, I think also too, for like lifter of the year, like it's, it's obviously there's there. I mean, best lifter, lifter of the year. Like it's, it's a little muddled on the, the requirements or the description, but I just think of like, like how many like great moments this lifter had throughout the year and, like, John had just so many, like, what the fuck lifts in his prep. And, like, you know, you think, like, John's close to the ceiling, but no. Like, he just kept lifting, you know, raising the bar. Like, his bench went from, like, really, really great to, like, now he could be a world record holder in a full power bench. And then his deadlift just kept going up and up, up, up. So, like, you know, it, 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 even though on the meet it didn't, like, show up as, as much as it could, but you see the progress over the year and it's just like, it's still going. He
0: won the biggest competition we had. That's, that's basically, that's the, that's it, man. If you only got one and one big one and he wins it, same with Mariana, that's a tough one to debate. Now, having said that, Dan Bell, I agree is a very close second uh, because he did a lot of good work in there and uh, he had his moments as well. And um, so he, he's, if he, if you would have pulled it together, you know, hit a couple more lifts on the showdown, we could have talked and, um, but it is what it is, man. Maybe if he had another competition that had more heavyweights, maybe if we had like an all heavyweight clash, like we had some years in Australia or whatever. And he had won a head to head. Cause he's like, look at some formulas don't favor me. Cool. But then you have to win one that's head to head. And, um, he just didn't have the opportunity, which isn't his fault, but 2020 didn't give it to him. So we can only work with what we have. And unfortunately, fuck man, that's it. Maybe we had the showdown, and those two people won it. So for me, it's kind of open and shut. with that, yeah. um, and there it is. And uh, I think that wraps up. Do we have you have some extra ones though, right, John? Then you want to toss yes. up? Yes,
1: I have some like high school style superlatives. Beautiful. That I wanted to go through. So uh, best hair, I have Taylor Atwood. Obviously, okay, hang on His a second. Hair Wait. is magnificent. Hey.
0: Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Let me. Let, let's oh God. Hang on a second. Oh yeah, actually, I
1: I remember who who else were you?
0: M- m- let me just say something. Okay, I know this was Nationals 2019, but my man brought the hair into 2020. Believe me, um, Michael C. Oh
1: the yeah, man, yeah. I remember you guys talking about that.
0: The man had. A what f- podcast wave. was that? That's right, and it got ugly because Taylor was on the podcast, and he was upset when we actually said that we think that Michael C might have overtaken Taylor with his hair. And I'm not saying, look, Mm -hmm. Taylor fucking's got phenomenal hair. Okay, the guy could be fucking in movies. The guy would be the leading man. He's not the best friend. He's not the quirky best friend in the rom-com. He's the guy who gets the girl granted, okay? However, Michael C.
1: Or is he so good looking that he's the douchey guy that loses the girl?
0: Because he's got that smile. He's like, yeah, Yeah. you're right. He's too good looking. That's his problem. Yeah. He's too good looking. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> um, uh, Where yeah? And Michael C. I remember running a poll, and I had—I mean, I did this. I, I had a poll of Michael C.'s hair and Taylor's hair, and I said who had nicer hair, and more people said Taylor. But I think it's almost leaning on a bit of history, whereas um, I had a couple of people reach out. I think Russell even reached out and said, "I don't think white people understand." For, to get those, that, the waves, how many fucking times that comb went through, the brush went through Michael C's hair to make those waves happen. Taylor woke up, threw a bit of product in his hair, one way, the other way, parted the C, and he's got that hair. Michael C did hundreds of brushes to get those waves going.
1: Okay. And he's like, I don't I'm think- I'm glad you brought him up because I was when I was writing this one, I was like, I know there was another one I could not remember who, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Damn, a top, okay. <laughs>
0: I also love how much attention we gave to this pick because we're taking this very seriously. Yeah.
1: But it's, this is controversial. Uh, I, took, Listen, I took them very seriously.
0: <laughs> this, this is controversial. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to get DMs and people are going to be upset. What do you, Andy, split the difference on us. Is it Taylor, is it C, or is it somebody we don't know?
2: I I don't know Michael C, so I have to give it to Taylor. I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. You, you have
0: to come prepared for these, bud.
2: It's No, but it's like, but <laughs> if you, it's this, like You more had to well, know no. this was coming. It's more well known, like Taylor Atwood, his hair. It's like, Fair. And Fair. he had a great meet. So. Uh,
0: that doesn't matter.
2: I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, this is a powerless <laughs> podcast, but we've moved on from that now. All right. Okay.
1: All right. Uh, best person to share a desert, deserted island with. I'm going to go with Ashton. I think, I mean, he was like a military guy. So I feel like he knows what to do. Like he's going to be survivalist. That guy fucking runs like 20 miles carrying 50 pounds. On the regular, and then goes and works out. So he's going to be a workhorse for us.
0: You know what? Can I? Okay, let me weigh in. Let me weigh in a second here. Yeah. Devil's Devil's advocate? Devil's advocate, sir. Um. Mm -hmm. He's going to eat a lot of food, though. He's a fucking big fella.
1: See. Okay. Okay, go on. Uh, It was kind of funny because this pick actually mirrored my lifter of the year. Because I almost put Dan Bell, thinking like, you know what? If I'm on an island, like, I just want to have someone that's going to be fun, like. I've gone out with Dan. He looks like a cuddler too, doesn't guy. he? Like if I have like a, if we have like a I don't know twenty four rack with us, like and that's all we have on this deserted island, damn bell. No.
0: But and he also he looks like a cuddler too, you know. So that that means something. Yeah,
1: yeah. He keep you warm at night.
0: <laughs> he keep you warm at night. You need that body size. However, what do we have on this island? You're alone in the island. What do we have? What do we have? Coconuts? What do you have? Some some refuge here in there. Who's yeah, gonna a tropical island. Do you have some? Listen. A wild boar. I'm fucking d- thinking Dan Bell could kill a wild boar with his damn hands. The problem is he's gonna fucking eat it like an alpha male, and you're gonna get maybe a hoof or two. He's too alpha male. Okay, there's only two. I'm
1: okay with an, a hoof or two. <laughs> I don't eat much. You,
0: you'll adjust your diet for those cuddles. Yeah. It's, it's it's pros and cons, man. <laughs> I that's why I'm saying I would pick a guy. A uh, it's IPF weight class would be a 59 kilo kid. Okay. Not much to cuddle on skin and bones, but he's not eating a hell of a lot. You can still run the show. All right. You're still, you're still, you can peacock a little bit.
1: Your top dog.
0: Your top dog. Okay. I see where you're going here. Easy, easy, easy. Still. <laughs> <laughs> but um, sure. So that's, I don't know exactly. This is an interesting category. Andy, you want to weigh in on this?
2: Okay. So my thought is like, I'm, up, I'm on a deserted island. I don't think I'm gonna survive long. <laughs> like the chance well, of getting the chance of getting saved is not high. So I just want to like go out uh, as comfortably and as positive as I can, versus like just surviving and just like roughing okay. it. I, I'm not, listen. I'm very high maintenance. I can't rough it. So just. Just take me out if you have to. This guy gets pedicures on the regular.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> so, so is this Dan Bell putting a rock over your head? Is this what we're talking about here?
2: No, so like, I, I think I was thinking like, I don't know why he popped up, but I want like someone funny, but also is all around, can like take care of and, and do stuff. Uh, so I think I picked uh, Andrew Herbert because he's funny. He's a fireman. Nah, that's good. Oh, that's a, police, a good point. Fireman police officer. I feel like he has a lot of useful skills. And if I got desperate, I would just kind of kill him. And
0: I could... <laughs> Dude, your segways are so harsh. Dude, so you have no segway. You
2: have no segway. you got to... I would eat on that beautiful, muscular body of his. I would just... I'd be cannibalist. I would resort to cannibalism. I and... feel like he has some tough meat, man. I want someone Yeah, you know what? But but that would last. It's like jerky. It would just, it would not spoil as long. It's, it's
1: jerky under the skin. It's already
0: jerky, I think,
2: Yeah. but it wow. is some
0: tough meat, bro. Yeah. Uh, you'll be chewing a lot. You're going to have to boil. I would say, get a pot, boil some water, tenderize it a little bit, but it's not a bad, you know what? Yeah. Listen, if my 59 kilo kid dies before I do, what am I getting? Two, three nights of food out of him. I get, a, I get a fucking, and I get myself also, good, super heavyweight
1: yeah I was, that's, got, that's, I was, that's got dark
0: <laughs> we gotta go there
2: i took it that way but also i don't know i think if i was a single male i would probably pick a girl if that was like if that was how i was gonna go out too
1: or are you not gonna pick kimmy she's a power after you can pick her
2: listen i was talking for the other single males out there
0: <laughs> okay well these are hypotheticals not ourselves but for someone else
2: yeah all right
0: okay a very progressive. I'll group. stick
1: with Ashton, yeah, awesome yeah, yeah. 59 kilo kid.
0: I got a 59 <laughs> kilo and,
1: kid, and he's got Andrew Herbert.
0: That's right, very proud. They're going to be really proud when they hear this, <laughs> yes.
1: Um, okay, I got most likely to get ID'd when they're 30. Um, for a guy, I'm going with uh, Eddie Berglund, oh, fuck so yeah. like a little bench guy yeah. from, uh, is he from Norway. I don't know, I think
0: uh Sweden, Sweden, but yeah, 100.
1: Uh, uh, And girl, I'm going to go with, uh, mini Myra.
0: (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Very true, man. I mean, they're all, they got baby faces. It's, it's tough to tell. Um, yeah, I, I, Eddie Bergelin seriously looks like a child still God bless him. He's strong as hell. Um, I'm not saying he's a bad looking kid, good looking kid, but he's young. He looks young in the face. That's for sure. Mm. He's probably getting ID when he's in his fifties and that helps. What are you thinking, Andy?
2: Uh, I did not know this category, so <laughs> me neither. I have not thought about anything. I don't know.
0: I did at thirty.
1: Okay, I'll tell you the rest of the categories so you can think of them. Okay, okay. I got best romance.
0: Oh. Or wait, you know what? Let's just pick, we'll just pick them off. We'll just do it like we're doing because yeah, I'll we'll shoot just... from the hip. I'll shoot. From okay, the okay, hip, okay. okay. All right,
1: fine.
0: We'll okay. riff so so the next one's bromance because you just said it
1: I'll, I'll do bromance uh obviously john and andy We're the best bromance can i say probably.
0: something that was honestly yeah. gonna be my pick though is bromance who else is up there though because we got what we okay got, um... i, I
1: tried okay i was gonna try and do like a guy and a girl for each of these but i got really stuck on this one i was like i don't know any good girl mances I, I was thinking like leah and the Naomi girl, I was like, I don't know if they like. I try to like look through their Instagram, see if they like hung out often. I couldn't find anything. I was just like, there's no other like top guy or like girls that train together. I feel like.
0: Yeah, let me see here. What? You know, well, I'm um, speaking on uh, Mini Myra, her sister and her live together, and they're fucking hilarious on their Instagrams. That's her true. Renna, she's got like three hundred thousand followers, and she's like super mm-hmm. funny. Um, and Myra is like a hundred and like close to 200,000 followers. So they have between the two of them, they got like half a million followers. They're fucking hilarious. Sometimes man. they get, they do videos and them going shopping, lifting together, living together, doing like, they're pretty funny to watch in terms of like, you know, girl, meds um, in terms of, so I would pick them. You're right No No one else jumps out off the top of my head that trains together, uh, in terms of girls.
1: So if a girl wants to bring up that her and her best friend should be bromance of the year, yeah, Let's put it, it in the comments.
0: Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Prove us wrong. Make for a make a claim for it. Make a claim. It's open. It's wide open. Mm-hmm. And for bromance, you you got you too. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, first off, I couldn't be, first off, let me just say I couldn't be happier for you guys. I'm glad you found each other and you. you guys are happy. <laughs> um, but uh, I would say you two as well. Um, some other notables off the top of the dome would be, uh, you know, COVID kind of kicked it in the pants though, right? So a lot of people don't see each other as much.
1: You've That, that was what I was, I was trying to like, I feel like that kind of ruined it. A lot of people right. training at home or something. Right.
0: I mean you you would have like certain bromances like like um would would Joey and Russell not really yeah. online they talk all, like I'm talking even even back and forth over social media they're not physically in the same place but they're a pair. When when you, it's one of those when I think of one guy, I think of the other guy. But it's not quite like you, yeah, for you sure. guys are buddies in real life and you're showing up like that, like um mm-hmm. not quite to that extent. I don't know, it's tough because you guys are
2: in the same I would say uh We've mentioned Ashton a lot, but Ashton and Chest Chest Nipstick, Chesticles,
0: Chest <laughs> His commentary
2: on, on on Ashton's posts and he's just hilarious. So that's a pretty yeah. good one. And um, yeah. I, this is a blast from the past because because obviously the distance, but uh, Larry Wheels and Black Tom Cruise, man. Yeah, that was a good one. But not current. Black yeah.
0: Tom Cruise for sure. What ha- What's Black Tom Cruise's real name? Uh, Otis. Okay um yeah and isn't Ke- wasn't kevin oak briefly with them before larry left
2: yeah yeah briefly they they worked out for a while but not really like a romance. they were just training partners
0: yeah. they just yeah they just because i remember i think i had kevin on and he was talking about it and he but larry ended up leaving with that would have been a dope trio right there of, yeah. like those three fellas smashing mm-hmm. weights but yeah man that was a good bro i remember larry wheels and the black tom Cruise were fucking bodyguards for Takashi 6ix9ine. Do you yeah. remember that? And yeah. they had videos of those Takashi 6ix9ine had videos yep. with those two at like eating sushi together and walking the streets. And this is when Takashi 6ix9ine was picked up, assaulted, robbed at gunpoint, and there was hits out on him before he went to jail. Whoever he was with they had a fallen out and he was like I gotta fucking muscle up. So he ended up I think um black tom cruise otis maybe he's the one who actually does otis is
2: the actual security guard Like he does security private security all the time like larry doesn't do security he was just hanging out with him
0: okay here's the thing never ruin a good story with facts um so (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 going to help you with your podcast but uh but uh but um, no, but honestly, it was cool to see. Like Takashi Six Nine is massive, and he was taking videos of him with these two like massive dudes, and he was like, and Takashi Six Nine is like a little dude, man. He's like five foot nothing, one hundred twenty pounds. But yeah, in terms of bromance stories, when they were on, Black Tom Cruise and Larry were on, they were like doing crazy shit. They were like the videos were awesome. They had like like real superstar cameos like that. Like they were, it was like I don't know. I, I was interested even beyond a powerlifting level. Um, but so I, I second that. I think now that they're broken, the band broke up, it's you too. But if they were still around, that'd be a tough one. That'd be a tough one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. that's true.
1: Uh, most talkative, I went with Dennis Cornelius. I don't know if you've ever hung out with him, but you cannot, like, you get that guy going, you cannot right? get him to shut up. <laughs> <Not at all. laughs> He's super quiet.
0: Yeah, no, I, I was going to say, I, um at the IPF Worlds in 2017, we were in Belarus, I was talking to him, Um, but like we were, we were in freaking like a, a disco nightclub or whatever, and you don't know, like you're just like whoever's close to you, you're like, because I don't know him in like, like life be- beyond power, so of- I had him on a podcast once or twice, but uh, we don't live close together, nothing like that, so I talked to him quite a bit that night, but yeah, I don't know, um, he is pretty mild-mannered and reserved, who would be actually? Who would be a real who's? Garrett. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, never mind. Yeah, one. Yeah, that's a, yeah that was. But I, I
1: have him for another one too. So.
0: Okay, he is no. Yeah. I crushed. I'd have him on, and we do two podcasts like we're doing back to back. We talk for like five hours. I chop it up into two different podcasts. He could talk, and he doesn't lose steam either. This my man is, my man brings it. Uh, so yeah, for sure, yeah. Garrett would be the talkie. chatty Kathy award.
1: Yes. Um, Dude,
0: these awards are dynamite. Can I say something, John? I'm so fucking happy you came yeah. on this episode and you came with this Thank thunder you. because we would have been done like a half hour ago with all the serious shit.
1: <laughs>
0: well done, sir. <laughs> so well I was like, done, I, like, I want to.
1: Thank you. Um, let's see here. I guess flirt. Oh, this one's gonna be fun. Yuri Belkin. Oh. Yuri Belkin.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, 1950s. Or Mother Russia flirting. His style of flirting is a little (laughs) controversial. Okay. That
1: that could have been controversy of the year, too.
0: It it was a little, it's a little, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the the nice way of putting it is he's flirty. Okay. He's flirty. His delivery is a little rough and it's a little behind the times, but uh, okay.
1: Sure.
2: Um, Who do you got for biggest flirting? Oh, I'm just going with John on these. Can I say
0: something? Let me say something. Yeah. Have you guys seen the way I post those 74-kilo boys? Yeah. Let me nominate myself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> biggest look. Oh, actually, okay. I got I, a I'll get to that. <laughs> I, I have an award for that one, actually. Okay, okay. You came uh, up King of team. the list, biggest crush. Oh, wow. Also, Orgy and Amanda Lawrence.
0: Abby, do you have to choose between them?
1: Uh, oh, yeah, actually. Well, you your own 74-kilo guy guys. Now choose you your- got to pick your crush.
0: Oh, don't make me do this.
1: oh You don't. You, you don't. can only. Re, both of them hit a thirty-pound squat PR. You can only repost one of them. Oh no! This
0: is my nightmare. <laughs> this is my nightmare. You can only post one. Oh, yes. I I choose suicide. Okay, I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> I choose suicide. Honestly, oh fudge and also you could throw in the 74 kilo boys because i get made fun of constantly about that um god damn it. you know they're all to like troll me? One. tony cliff loves to troll the shit out of me for doing that um <laughs> god bless him uh let me see i'm gonna have to say russell or he I'm i think he's russell. got the
1: bigger page so and I he um
0: and, and you, can i say something can i defend myself for a second he knows what yeah. he's doing. Okay. He's got a shirt yeah. off for every other squad. He knows what he's doing. He's, Fair. if I'm flirty, he's flirting back. Okay. Good point. Good point. It's all point.
1: Yeah. He, uh, knows, he of, wants the
0: attention. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Going off of Russell he I'm going to go with the cutest couple is going to be him and Martha. um okay. I, I was trying to think of another one. Okay. Actually, is Michael Say and Jasmine Penn still dating? Because that would be strongest I, couple, I think.
0: They are still I yes, tried to are. look. I know I think so. I'm I tried sure to look they're... and they
1: haven't posted together in a while. So it's kind of like, oh, I don't know.
0: I'm pretty sure they are. Um
1: Okay. If they if that's the case, then they are my pick for strongest couple.
0: Let me think about this a second here.
2: I nominate myself and Keny Johnson for cute <laughs> Couple.
0: That's humble of you, sir. Oh, you go you no you have to say for cutest couple.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. We're we're okay, okay for cutest. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I'd give it to you guys.
0: Um fuck. Let me think let me think for one second here. Well, there's Tina and Joey as well.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: Um but yeah, okay. All right, let's give it to the kids. It's it's funner when it's puppy love. They're both in their early 20s. It may remind that's you of a more nostalgic second. time, right? It's loose. Yeah. It's loose. He just,
1: t- he sh- just took it. To, he just took it to Hawaii. Like, her oh, move there?
0: That's right. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Or on. maybe
1: she took him. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Most opinionated Garrett Fear. Clear winner there.
0: Uh, hang on one sec. Wait, Garrett Fear. Is Ooh, there anybody else? Okay. Is there anybody else? Let's think about this for a second. We comfortable with that. Oh, Sean Orega also could be up there. I close. was also
1: gonna say him. Sean's close. He is yes. He's he's he's, my he's next the award winner.
0: He's the IPF version of Garrett Fear. So it's just it's it's here, but it's just a slight it's here, Garrett, just a slight down. The IPF version's a little butter. I, I
1: feel like Garrett's a little bit more rough with his criticism.
0: Well, here's the thing. Sean will say Abracer. things like
1: <laughs> that's the word I was looking for.
0: <laughs> Sean will say things like the USAPL should leave the IPF and like he'll go in with some big opinions that are like big right so he's he's opinionated mm-hmm. as well but I think Garrett will fucking throw some F-bombs in there and uh,
1: Garrett doesn't have a filter is what
0: Garrett will filter Sean, Sean will shoot from the hip Sean's gotten some heat with some of the things he says as well but um, yeah I think those are, those are my two
1: okay um, and then the last one best chin diaper and that goes to sean noriega
0: best what sorry i don't know if you know what do you know what a chin diaper is is that where you wear your
1: mask on under your chin that's
0: controversial um yeah you know what all tilt to him as as the breaker uh jesus olivares also had a chin diaper briefly in one of the videos people pointed out and people are so over it they didn't they're like we're over it we don't care where Sean mm. was like the Tupac of chin diapers he had to serve time yeah. he had to fight against establishment you know what I mean he was that's he was that he was the controversial yeah. so I think I'm going to lean in towards you and say he's going to win the chin diaper of the year award
1: yeah like I part of me really wants to like actually make like a little trophy with like a chin diaper <laughs> just like a like a diaper under someone's chin
0: you know what I'll fund that I'll, send it I'll back to him. that Oh, oh all right, let's, we'll split the cost, whatever it is.
1: Are, are the trophy shops open in this time of COVID?
0: we we all we need Iron Rebel to sponsor that award to, to step up to the plate here um, and, and be brought to you by Iron Rebel.
2: That's right.
1: <laughs> is that do you have more uh, there, John?
0: Dude, these are fucking dynamite.
1: Uh no, okay. Actually, this is, so this is gonna be related to our podcast. We want to do a little segment called Fuck Mary Kill. Do you know the game?
0: Oh yeah, I'm familiar,
2: sir. Okay, David, for our show, dude. Stop, stop.
1: Yeah, we got. We, I have like a bunch of other ones, but yeah, those were those were the. Well, we you. Should, should have done this on the Christmas theme. Episode, <laughs> Does this I feel more Christmassy?
0: It doesn't necessarily. Well, I mean, because New what Year's and Christmas,
1: Christmas pass.
0: Yeah, all
1: of, all of them are Christmas themes.
0: Well, consider this a bonus one, fellas. Anyone listening? There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a little bonus for you. We brought brought it back around, or maybe I'll just edit this and put it on the Christmas one, anyways.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Okay, fellas. Well, did we cover it all? I think we did a pretty good job. I mean, God knows we banged out a afternoon together.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: All right. Well, until next time.
1: <laughs> and stay... you
2: look so tired.
0: Yeah, well... uh, I,
2: I have so much to do today. i just like whatever. Here we go.
0: <laughs> we. <laughs> So where is everyone? Just before we before we bounce, where is everyone going to find the new podcast again? Just one last time. I can't remember if we said it for the last episode. If we said it for this episode as well, because we're chopping it in two.
2: Okay, so uh, our new uh, our new show, two guys, one shaker cup. Uh, we're going to launch the first of the year. Uh, I mean, our, our first episodes will be our episodes with King of the List. So we're to kind of share it together, um, and then we'll start recording and we're, our goal is two a month and um i don't, we're, not, we're still debating we talked about earlier about youtube or not but for sure you know i, I uh, uh on itunes spotify uh, also soundcloud um you know the the usuals and um you know ex- expect uh a lot of just kind of like what we did today and uh, other other topics we want to be more like a talk show where we have different segments and It's not just the same old, boring, powerlifting interview podcast.
0: Which is King of Lifts, you son of a bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to step on your toes is what we're saying.
0: Oh, there's a nice one. John's your PR guy. John's your PR guy. John's like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll jump in here and and reword this for us. But uh, sounds good, my friends. Well, we got to do this again. It's a lot of freaking fun and uh, good luck with everything. And um, if you got links um whenever this is set up i'll do like swipe ups to the show whoever's listening to this gets a taste on king of So we guys will be bringing it in and we could um divert them do you is there going to be like a a page for it or should this go to your ig personal ig accounts and you just have like a link in the bio type deal
2: um i'll probably change my old podcast page and update that to to be the new but yeah we'll have a separate page
0: bingo bango, fellas Well, thanks for hopping on. Have a happy new year. We're going to touch base again in the future, I'm sure, and we'll do it again.
2: All right. Bye, everybody. See you, fellas. Yeah.